Hi, everybody. How are you? This is Julie Budd, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Robert's with a reminder that we will play part two of our conversation with actor Robert Hooks later on in this hour. In the meantime, Greg Airbar is with us for another look at recently released DVD and streaming titles that we think you'll find of interest. Greg Airbar, two-time Grammy-nominated, multiple Addy Award-winning writer for television, animation, advertising, and publishing for Disney, Warner Brothers, and Universal. Greg Airbar, also co-author along with Tim Hollis of Mouse Tracks, the story of Walt Disney Records. You can read his animation spin column twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. Greg ordinarily covers DVD and streaming titles. We're going to do something a little bit different this evening, but it ties to film and television because 2019 is the 90th anniversary of Mickey Mouse. Did I get the number of anniversary right? At Disney, you usually celebrate things for about 18 months. So it's 2018 spilling over into 2019. And if it continues to do well, it'll go to 2020 and whatever. But November 1928 was the month that Mickey was introduced to the world. So, yeah, we'll be celebrating all year in the parks. And the thing I'm going to be talking about is part of that, but probably the least known part of that. Okay, so Mickey Mouse is a non-Agerian. Yeah, I, I would think so, but he doesn't look a day over whatever his age happens to be, which I couldn't tell you. Okay, so Mickey Mouse is a non-Agerian. He looks ageless, and yet he can still qualify for ARP. He could, and he probably gets a discount on cheese. <laughs> okay, so what's the Mickey Mouse release that we're going to talk about tonight? We're going to talk about something that's, as a record collector and a CD and any kind of audio collector. And isn't it funny? I'm on a radio show. I love audio. And I think that in some ways, even if you listen to the audio portion of something that's visual, even if it's the exact same audio of a television show or a movie, it's still a different experience. You could be picturing the same thing in your mind or something else, but it's still a different experience because your mind focuses on different things. Your mind is doing different things when you are watching, and it's distracting you. So when you are only focused on that audio, you are absolutely having a completely different experience. That's the way I feel. You can disagree, write, or email TV Confidential if you'd like. This year, for the very first time, Walt Disney Records has released the original soundtrack recording of Steamboat Willie. That is the very first time that Mickey Mouse was introduced to the world. That's not his first cartoon, but it is the first time that he premiered in a sound cartoon and became a sensation. He made two silent cartoons before that, Playing Crazy and Gallop and Gaucho. But the combination of Mickey with synchronized sound and music and sound effects in an era where that was almost non-existent, it's unimaginable how that hit and cartoon characters were not what mickey was mickey became just ginormous it's hard to believe now because mickey became uh, in the 70s and 80s and even in the 90s more of a corporate symbol more of a theme park character to pose with but in recent years they've given mickey more to do in disney junior series like mickey and the roadster rangers mickey mouse clubhouse and there's these wonderful shorts that are done in a more 
modernistic style, but still harkened back to the early cartoons you may have seen. But Steamboat Willie was what started everything, and it really kind of launched Walt Disney's career, too, because it was so successful. It's also Walt Disney doing the voice of Mickey, which he did for many, many years. He does all the voices. He does the parrot's voice in it. And the sound process was so primitive that he and the musicians and the sound effect people had to do the whole thing in one take. And what's cool about this, it is a picture disc. I'm sure everybody's seen a picture disc. They've been around almost as long as LP records and even 78s. They were made back in the 20s and 30s. But picture discs sound much better than they did even in the 70s. They've improved the quality. And Disney has put out a whole series of them. And vinyl has had a renaissance. It's very, very popular. You can see racks and racks of vinyl records at stores like Urban Outfitters and very hip, trendy stores, but especially at a store like Barnes & Noble. And Barnes & Noble has an exclusive on certain Disney titles. So you can only get Steamboat Willie Picture Disc at Barnes & Noble stores or online at DisneyMusicEmporium.com. You can also get a download of it. If you just want the the audio of it, you can just get the download. But it's cooler to get it on the picture disc if you have something to play it on. Now, a lot of people say, well, I don't have a record player. They're very easy to find. They're very inexpensive. Target sells them. They're everywhere. And as you say, record players are back in vogue because vinyl is back in vogue. Yeah, almost every new release comes out on vinyl now. It's a very big thing with the younger uh, audiences. My daughter sometimes prefers the vinyl, and they download all the time. It's no big deal to stream and download if that's the way they want to consume their music. But if they want the tactile feeling of an album, if they want the experience of it being, because it's tangible, if they want the album itself, the cover, the record, that's a different experience too. So what you get with the Steamboat Willie soundtrack is you get this 12-inch record with a great big picture of Mickey, the famous shot of him on the Steamboat with the the boat wheel thingy. And that's the symbol of Walt Disney Pictures Animation now. And then when you flip it over, you get the logo, the, the title card that says Mickey Mouse and Steamboat Willie. And side two has, for the first time ever released, about a 14-minute interview with Walt Disney that was recorded, I believe it was the late 50s, by an interviewer named Pete Martin with Diane Disney, who was working with her on a book about her dad. And you can hear them chuckling because he's very funny. You know, a lot of people who remember Walt Disney remember him being on the show and sort of narrating and sort of almost lecturing in a warm-hearted way, but doing a scripted thing. But when you hear him talking, he's very affable. He makes funny voices. He makes noises. He's, He's a fun interview. And he talks about how difficult it was to find a studio, a distributor, a place that would let him do the sound the way he wanted to do it, the whole process, how he blew a take because he coughed. (laughs) (laughs) And a gentleman by the name of Randy Thornton, who, if I haven't mentioned on the show, I should have earlier. He is the supreme producer of soundtracks at Walt Disney Records. He has, because of him, a lot of feature-length animated films and live-action films made it to records and CDs. He is the one who restored 
this soundtrack plus this interview. If you heard the interview before he restored it, there would be all of the sound from wind and trees and stuff. None of that you can hear. It's crystal clear. It's a remarkable thing to be able to hear. And so you may listen to it and go, well, yeah, I can just watch the DVD. But the soundtrack from Steamboat Willie has been enhanced to sound as good as it possibly can. It has been mixed especially to be heard in audio. It's not just a rip from the DVD. It's not going to sound quite the same. And of course, this interview will only be the way it would be sounding in this particular piece of audio. And plus, you get the visual. So it's like, okay, maybe I don't want to play it, but the thing looks really cool. You can make a clock out of it. A lot of people make <laughs> clocks out of it. Uh, they do. I've seen them uh, in a lot of places. But, but you can't play a clock. You can't. You know, that's a very wise thing. <laughs> can't play a clock <laughs> you can't spit in the wind and you don't mess around with Jim. Jim yes that killed the conversation right there hi i'm chris gethard and i'm very excited to tell you about beautiful anonymous a podcast where i talk to random people on the phone i tweet out a phone number thousands of people try to call I talk to one of them they stay anonymous i can't hang up that's all the rules i never know what's going to happen we get serious ones I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh. Somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. No, but it's interesting. I remember when CDs came out in the late 80s, early 90s. Everyone said it was the end of vinyl because CDs supposedly gave you a cleaner close-to-studio-like recording of all of the various tracks on the album. And CDs was supposed to spell the end of vinyl, and it did for a while until about 10 years ago when all of a sudden it flipped and vinyl started making a comeback. And I was working at a magazine at the time, and the staff members were in their 20s, and they were all telling me about, no, vinyl is in because you get a cleaner sound. In other words, the exact opposite, the exact reason why CDs were supposedly the big thing 20 years earlier. So it speaks to something related to DVDs versus streaming. There are those who famously say DVDs are dead, gone, will never come back. But there are just as many who say the opposite because DVDs will always be in vogue the way print books will always be in vogue because there will always be a certain section of the audience. And it's not just older members. It's younger members as well who want the tactile experience of the actual physical copy of the music collection, of the DVD collection. And as we have said on more than one occasion, streaming is more convenient, but streaming does not have the extra features, the Easter eggs that a DVD collection has and that a vinyl release will have. A vinyl release will have liner notes. And to the extent that album covers are part of the package, a vinyl album will have a full-fledged album cover that is reduced in size on the CD collection or the streaming collection. Absolutely. There's a lot of pros and cons. Yeah. You may run into flaws with a vinyl record, even with new ones. And places are generally, because 
nowadays it's much easier and i mean i've been collecting records for years nowadays it's much easier to get understanding from both amazon and from secondhand sellers if you find a flaw they'll understand because most people are collectors and so they won't say well what are you talking about it looks good to me well it's like well yeah you're looking at it or i i mean i've had situations like like Kmart where they take the record out of the thing at the customer service desk and say well it looks fine it's like you don't understand you know I mean that, that sort of thing has, had happened back in the day so you can return them and exchange them but you will get crystal perfect sound on a CD but the sound is only as good as the engineer so sometimes you might get more of the original timber the original tone from an LP uh, sometimes they'll be remastered for the LP. Sometimes you'll get the sound that was made for the CD put on the vinyl thing. You know, in some cases, I'll want to get the vinyl version that was on the CD because the old vinyl doesn't have the new vinyl. For example, Lady and the Tramp came out on Picture Disc, but it's not the Lady and the Tramp that was on vinyl years ago. It's the, virtually the first time the soundtrack came out on vinyl, and I wanted a vinyl copy of that because it doesn't quite sound the same you know there's a physical element when you play a vinyl record there is vibrations going on that mm. don't happen with the digital there's another thing to think about too not that we're going to be around for a hundred years but records can always be played somehow mm. film can always be photographed somehow but if cd players or dvd players or downloads went away it'd be much harder to build them from scratch than you could take a pin and a piece of paper and make a cone and you could play a record somehow you know there's a way of reconstructing that but it's harder to do digital and if they change the programs if they change the playbacks of digital items they're harder to do i think young people now cds are kind of on the decline in a lot of ways but not downloads and streams whereas they like to have the vinyl a lot of times you can buy the vinyl and get the download yeah, and as, the CD as, is as, not the, as an extra feature. Yeah, yeah, the business keeps changing, and a lot of people have said, "Oh, vinyl won't last. Vinyl won't last," and it's still around. So, who's to say? I like both. I like having the CD because sometimes I want a perfectly clean, soundless copy of something for various reasons. But on the other hand, personally, I just like the tone and the and the feel of when it comes on vinyl. For some reason, it just sounds different to me. Maybe it's my equipment. You know, that's the other thing. You know, you're not going to get sound, great sound off a little Crosley player that you'd get off of uh, something where you have a component system. But you don't have to spend a fortune and have a radio station to have great sound. You don't have to have a big, sophisticated system. So I, it's just a matter of choice. You're right, though. It's nice to have the big cover. It's nice to have the notes. And not only that, but you can go to second-hand places and find things that have absolutely never come out on CD and are not available on download and may never come out at all. So that's another thing to think about. Greg Erbar is with us to talk about the 90th anniversary release of the original soundtrack of Walt Disney's Steamboat Willie, which is available as a picture disc on vinyl at Disney Music Emporium. One other thing I want to point out that Disney has put out about a dozen or so or more of these picture discs. And again, some of them are soundtracks that have never been in this form, been on vinyl. Like Lady and the Tramp, uh, some of their recent films like Coco and Frozen, things like that. 
However, one in particular is very close to me that I want to just talk about. To me, it's the greatest record ever made. It's not a soundtrack, but it is the the score to Alice in Wonderland. It was made in 1957 because the soundtrack was not available to Disney because Decca had purchased the rights to the soundtrack in 1951 release year, and the film didn't do well in 1951, so Decca chose not to release it. And so because Decca had purchased that, Disney didn't have the rights when they started their own record company. And in order to get the rights, it would have been cost prohibitive. So it was actually better for them to make a brand new recording. And so Tutti Camerata, who was the A&R guy and also a brilliant musical director whose career spanned big band and classical and jazz, he created a massively fantastic arrangement of the score that doesn't sound like the film, but in some ways sounds like John Williams. It sounds like big band. It sounds like swing. And Darlene Gillespie, who was one of the Masketeers, does the solos. And she has a very moving voice. And her version of Very Good Advice is almost a definitive version. Some of the songs in the film, as great as the soundtrack is, and you can get the soundtrack on iTunes, as great as the soundtrack is, this score is the most magnificent thing. And fortunately, you can also get the score. It's called Songs from Alice in Wonderland by Camerata. And it's on iTunes. It's not on CD, actually, but it is on this picture disc. It's just as accessible. And I am telling you, if you haven't heard it, it's 30 minutes of masterful genius. If I had to pick one record to say this is my favorite of all time, I would pick this one. It's called Songs from Alice in Wonderland, but it actually is an interpretation of the musical score. It's not the soundtrack. But the score from Alice in Wonderland by Camerata and his orchestra and chorus. Okay, songs from Alice in Wonderland by Tutti Camerata, originally released 1957, available on vinyl or available on CD. How how is it available? It's only available as a picture disc. And it is sold pretty much wherever picture discs are sold. All of the picture discs are available at the Disney Music Emporium website disneymusicemporium.com disneymusicemporium.com where you can also find the original soundtrack from Steamboat Willie also a picture disc first side includes the soundtrack of the 1928 animated cartoon Steamboat Willie which introduced Mickey Mouse side 2 includes the rarely heard interview with Walt Disney himself. Did I get that right? Yes, absolutely. And Barnes & Noble sells that exclusively, and I believe you can order all the other picture discs through them as well, or at least selected ones. Greg Airbar writes the animation spin column twice a month at cartoonresearch.com. You can also follow Greg, Greg gregairbar.com. Greg, we'll see you again soon. Thanks for uh, letting me talk about these. They mean a lot to me, Ed. Thank you. Chuck Harder will join us for part two of our interview with Robert Hooks next on TV Confidential. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. 
crazy funny ones. I talk to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today. Beautiful Anonymous. Got a product or service that you want our listeners to know about? Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash advertise or visit the TV Confidential page at advertisecast.com. Buying or selling a home can be one of the most stressful things we'll ever do in life, but it doesn't have to be. And no one knows better than our friends at Front Porch Realty Group. Their community of realtors serving the Northern Bay Area of California that cares about their clients as individuals first and foremost. Whether you're a first-time buyer or looking to lease or sell your property in the Bay Area, Front Porch Realty Group will help you through this important transition by providing you with the right information for your situation while lessening the pain. They also work with a network of realtors throughout California who provide the same high caliber of customer service. Call Front Porch Realty Group at 415-886-7411 for a realtor referral near you. You can also visit their website, frontporchrealtygroup.com, for more information on the services they provide, including upcoming workshops and seminars. For more information, call 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com. Front Porch Realty Group. They'll find the solution that works best for you. Alexa users, you can now listen to TV Confidential on your smart speaker just by saying, Alexa, play TV Confidential. Enabling the TV Confidential Alexa skill is easy. To find out how to do it, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash Alexa. One more item. January 23rd, 2019 marks the 100th anniversary of the birth of television's original genius, Ernie Kovacs. And to mark the occasion, our friends at Shell Factory have put together Ernie Kovacs, the Centennial Edition. Ernie Kovacs, the Centennial Edition, a nine-DVD box set that combines previously released volumes to bring you a cornucopia of Ernie's greatest and most memorable hits, including episodes from his NBC primetime show, his five classic ABC TV specials from the early 1960s, the rare color version of Ernie's legendary silent show, Eugene, the only existing filmed solo interview with Kovacs himself, Ernie's award-winning commercials for Dutch Masters Cigars, plus a collection of short films, and a whole lot more. Ernie Kovacs' The Centennial Edition is available now wherever DVDs are sold through our friends at Shout Factory. You can listen to this show all over again as a podcast on TuneIn, iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. Best of all, it's free. To find out how to subscribe to the TV Confidential podcast, go to the homepage at televisionconfidential.com and click subscribe now. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer 
or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.